Welcome to Menu, the Feel Good Food Stories podcast. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so I'm serving up a starter, main and dessert of good food, chat, joy and laughter. And that's going to be from myself and my brilliant guests that I have on every week. We talk about things like food memories, food dating stories. We throw in the odd review now and again. And there's a big dollop of food joy. So pop your napkin on your lap and let's get stuck in. In this week's episode, we have a great main meal for you. The main meal is Jose. He's actually the main man as well. He's brilliant. Listen to him. He's from Ala Mexicana. That's a restaurant in Birmingham in Bearwood. He's got such good tales. You will love listening to him. He's just a good guy, good character, definitely. I also talk about cream eggs because Easter is coming up. So I've got my little cream egg hack. You're going to love it. Uh, And also I talk about being greedy on a day or being deemed as greedy. Not necessarily being greedy, but somebody thinking you're greedy. And is that a problem? All will be explained when you keep on listening. Do you know what? <laughs> I went on a date once years ago and the guy had a very small appetite. And I have to say, he kind of put me off. And that sounds bad, really. But I just felt a bit like, hmm, no, I feel like you need to match me on the appetite. If not, have a bigger one. I just found it a little bit off-putting like I guess people would say it gave me the ick everybody's got the ick these days can't stand the bloody ick get some of those but it did put me off a bit because I thought oh I don't want to be sitting here eating you under the table which I pretty much did to be honest and don't get me wrong I wasn't eating loads and loads of food we basically both had like a rack of ribs and To be honest, ribs in this country, depending on where you go, they say a rack. Sometimes there's about six little bones in there as far as I'm concerned. It's not a proper rack, do you know what I mean? But anyway, had a rack of ribs and he couldn't even finish the rack of ribs and it wasn't a proper rack of ribs. So I was like, oh, so I was like, oh, are you going to take it home? Because I'm one of these people, if I don't eat everything, I will take you home. Don't feel no way about it. My food, I paid for it. I'll have it later. Thank you very much. Um, Some people don't like to do that. But anyway, so I was like, are you going to take it home? And he's like, no, no. I thought, you're going to leave it? And he was like, yeah, I can't eat anymore. So I was like, no. (laughs) So I said, oh, can I have it then? Because, you know, waste and all that business. And I just thought, no, you're not leaving it. Because I don't like to see things going in the bin because that's what would happen. So he was like, yeah, yeah, you can have it. So I had it. And he had some chips left as well. So I had them as well. And then I thought to myself, oh, God, do I just look like a glutton? (laughs) Do I just look like some greedy, like, pig, like, eating off someone's scraps type of thing? So I was a bit like, oh, gosh, you know. I said, you know, I don't like waste and blah, 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 trying to, like, smooth it over. And um, I was pretty much saying, do you think I'm a pig? (laughs) think that was piggish behavior and he was like no no honestly I don't think anything of you because you've eaten that it's not a problem it's not a problem so I was like okay great but he was actually playing on my mind and I thought 
why why is this a thing for me it shouldn't be a thing do you know what i mean but it just felt a bit weird so i just wondered if anybody else felt felt like that do do you feel like if you eat quite a lot on a day then someone's gonna think a bit bad of you or do you just think "Mm, it's all good this is me that's them no problem what do you reckon This week's guest is the fantastic Jose from Ala Mexicana in Bearwood in Birmingham. Jose is a good chatter. Is there such a thing as a good chatter? I feel like I've just made that up. But when you listen to him, you'll agree with me, whether it's made up or not. Here's Jose. We do Mexican, traditional Mexican food. Uh, What that means? It means something that uh, is very different to whatever is around us here in the UK. Uh So we focus more on the traditional way of cooking, Uh like in Mexico, actually, literally, like Mexico, (laughs) where I'm from. Mexico, (laughs) in Birmingham, in That's it, that's that's, it, that's our focus, this is our aim, our goal is to present the traditional uh, Mexican food. Yeah. That's, see, Mexican food is not just uh, pepper and uh, flour tortilla wrap because that's the idea that everybody yeah. has. Ah. So, Chef Patricia, my wife, she's the, her influence is from uh, Guerrero. So that's, that's her style of cooking, oh, which okay. is very different because Mexican food is, is wonderful because every region uh-huh. has their own take and every, just say you go to the north, Monterrey, Sonora, they got wonderful food, wonderful food. So Monterrey, one of the key uh, dishes is cabrito. So cabrito is like a small goat. Yeah. Uh, and it's barbecue, you can say that on tacos and barbacoa, so different dishes. So, but us, we trying to present or bring uh, my wife's style of cooking, which ah. is from the south. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So your wife does most of the cooking. Are yeah. you like the host? Are you like the showman, the front man? What are oh. you? <laughs> I've heard the well, stories. Yeah, that's that's what I keep telling her. So yeah, every everybody says Jose. Well, I'm the. I'm part of the team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the team. I consider myself a sous chef. Okay. I consider myself a dishwasher because that's what I do a lot of the thing. <laughs> yes, got to be done. Uh, I do a lot of, uh, well, buying and shopping, planning with her. Mm. So I think that's my, my role. Mm. And linking up with people, I think that's one of the things that yeah. the Lord blessed me with, the God blessed me with. <laughs> And that's that's what I do. That's okay. what I do. From house, uh, I try to organize things, uh-huh. uh, teaching my daughter and my son how to run these things. So I want to rest sometimes. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And hopefully one day they can 
take over and and keep going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I do. That's that's my role, I guess. Okay, good. So the question on my lips and a lot of other people is how did you get from Mexico to Birmingham into Bearwood? (laughs) I just feel like how did that happen? I feel like it might be a long story, so you'd have to give us a shorthand, but how did it happen, Jose? (laughs) Yeah, uh, you're not the first one asking that question, believe me. It's uh, out of all the people who come here, that question comes a lot. Two questions comes a lot. Okay. Are you a real Mexican? And I say, yes, born and bred. How you end up in Bearwood? And I say, well, for that, we're going to need a couple bottles of tequila because the story is long. <laughs> it's a long story. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. The, oh. the short version, I don't know oh. how to explain it, but uh, okay. I'm going to try to round it up. Yeah. We came here as an asylum seekers yeah. back in 2013. Okay. That's how we end up. We didn't choose to be in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. A home office don't give you the opportunity. So we arrived in London, a... We were moved to Luton, oh. from Luton, home office moved us here to Smedic. Oh. And that's where we have been since then. Okay. Uh, in 2019, we got leave to remain. Yeah. And then we were able to move here to uh, Bearwood. To okay. That's, that's, that's the short version. Okay, fair enough. Okay, okay the long one will need tequila. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, speaking of tequila, I know you do... A lot of tequilas. People talk about the tequilas here. Can you just give us a roundup of that? Tequila is something that uh, I think people are is not very much aware of what tequila is. Yeah. I think we get we used to just to get the shots and the drinks and get yeah. drunk and get messed up. Which for me is something different. See, I compare the tequilas to what we have. Uh, this top of the line tequila. They will get you drunk, don't get me wrong. They will get you drunk, but more slowly. So I compare this to a nice glass of cognac, a nice whiskey. So it's sipping tequila. Ah. It's sipping tequila. Yeah. Uh, Very traditional. Yeah. Uh, So we have Herradura, Don Julio. So this, uh, this, this kind of tequila hasn't changed for 150 years. Oh, wow. So Herradura has not changed. Mm. Uh, Herradura, Casa Herradura uh, produced another tequila which is El Jimador which is great tequila Don Julio has been producing tequila for the past 70 years Uh, so I stick to what I know I got Corralejo those kind of tequilas haven't changed for a long long time So somebody asked me, I said, are you a traditionalist? And I say, I think I am because mm. I like to stay with the tradition, yeah. with something that I grew up with, yeah. something that I, I did get drunk quite a few times. <laughs> you tried and tested. <laughs> I <and> tested. <laughs> but once you, you, uh, you taste the difference, not just salt and lime because that's that's another story in itself okay but this tequila is sipping tequila yeah it's something that you can enjoy while you have before you before you have a meal 
while you're having a meal and we have the añejo which is something that you can have after having a meal you can have that with a dessert mm. yeah so that's that's a different thing so in here what we do serve is uh, the traditional classical margarita mm. that doesn't change yeah. that have, well a lot of people put a, a different one uh, i forgot the name of the liquor they're mixed with right. we don't yeah because we need to understand that uh back then back in the 40s 60s 50s actually the margarita became a margarita in the 1960s mm. they don't have this fancy stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see yeah, it was it was made with what they have in the bar in that yeah, in that totally. time Yeah. which was very simple limes uh, a little bit of uh, uh, lime uh, uh, salt and mm. a little bit of sprite a little bit of squirt a little yeah. bit of uh, uh, pop uh, drinks yeah, uh, soda yeah. drinks yeah, yeah. and that's how it was made yeah yeah so you're not kind of messing with things are you you're no, kind no. of sticking you're sticking to like the traditional and the classic taste exactly and that's uh, that's our take that's our aim yeah. so with the mezcal we got a few mezcales more uh, artisan artisan okay, yeah. artisan mezcales yeah. uh, which a lot of people had no idea what it is mm. uh, a lot of people do mm. but only few people who have come here I asked the question do you know what mezcal is or what it's made from and they say well not really and so I, I, I have been done my research I have been so I say to them, do you know the mezcal and tequila come from a cactus? Mm. And they say, oh, wow, really? I say, yeah, mm. it's a cactus plant. Mm. But it's a different from the blue agave and the different 200 kinds or types of agaves that a mezcal is made from. Mm. So that's that's a little bit of history. It's a little yeah. bit of chat on, yeah. and, and those products alone. Yeah, that's good. That is. I feel like I'm learning things here. I know my friend would love it here. I'm going to tell him to come here because he quite likes tequila. Okay. Yeah, so I said to him, I think you should visit this place. So I'm going to bring him down to you so you can show him the whole thing. Great, great, great. Yeah. And then what I wanted to talk about next is like, so when you were back home in Mexico, so I just want to talk about like, Have you got a really poignant, like a really special food memory when you were younger uh, about the kind of food you ate and who cooked it? Uh, well, a lot of my, my mom, mm -hmm. basic stuff. So I grew up in a farm. Yeah. So we used to grow a lot of uh, mainly pumpkin squash, a lot of beans, oh, okay. corn. Yeah. So we were kind of semi-vegetarians, if you want. Okay. Even though my dad was a butcher because he would kill an animal, not every week. Yeah. But he would do it. Uh, so we, my mom used to have a lot of, a lot of hens laying eggs. Yeah. So sometimes, I think one of the, I'm not going to say lazy, but easy dishes. Yeah. Is the chilaquiles. The chilaquiles were made from corn tortilla. They were left there yeah. from two, three days, and they will become very, very hard. Okay. And so mama would just break them down, yeah. refry them, put a couple of uh, mason salsa, shower the 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 fried tortilla, oh, okay. 
pan. With the salsa. Yeah. And if just put a couple eggs on top. Oh. And Jesus is. Uh, because we used to have uh, cows, yeah. so she will make her own cheese. Okay. And that's how we had the chilaquiles. Mm. Yeah, chilaquiles, and then was to just scratch the the cheese. Mm -hmm. Put it there, fresh cheese or dry cheese. Wow. And that was very simple. Yeah. Very well. It seems simple. <laughs> <laughs> but but I have seen it. Yeah. You know the time it took. But one one of the. Fondest memory is how she made the chilaquiles, the huevos rancheros. Uh, that was more breakfast. Okay. Uh, sometimes she would make bread. So what my wife cooks is, is a lot of those things mm. that even her mother uh, taught her how to do it. Okay. Or what to cook or how to cook it. Yeah. So chilaquiles, I would say, is one chilaquiles, huevos rancheros. Uh, one of my fondest memories yeah. or when we were milking the cows and we had a lady selling bread, sweet bread, yeah. passing by yeah. and then my dad would stop everybody and say, oh, come on, let's have, a, let's have a bread with a fresh glass of milk. Oh, okay. that, that was oh. very, very cool. Yeah. Very... Maybe that's where you get it from your dad because he sounds like he was someone <laughs> to talk to people. You sound the same. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Yeah, he was tough. He was tough, and he was tough the lady. And then, because he used to have people working with him, so yeah. okay, I just stop. Have, let's 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 have the custom milk because we used to have the the big containers yeah. to put the, the fresh milk. Oh, okay. And we just everybody would just grab a cup and have a fresh milk with a sweet bread. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, I like that. It was so good talking to Jose. He's just like so. Just warm, natural, like funny, just, you know, you could just sit and talk to someone all day type of thing. So, yes, I pretty much did talk to him all day and we went on to this. I tell you, your son made me a drink. Oh, there was something on there and you were out of it and he said, I'll make something else. I think he just made it up. It was so nice and I've never tasted anything oh, like man. it. And I said, when am I going to get that again? <laughs> <laughs> when you come back. <laughs> I loved it, yeah, definitely. But it was, it was, honestly, never had anything like it. It was really good, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what I love about them. You see, they got initiative to, to yeah. create their own, and they got the freedom to do it. Yeah. They got the freedom to do it. So, but when it's something special, we do talk about, okay, listen, do it properly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because one thing they're going to remember, they either they like it or they don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And if they don't like it, then you, you, it's yeah. a bad point for us. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do like it, they will express it too. So they will exactly. say it. Exactly. So it is a lot of pressure yeah. for them too, both yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, but it's great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is challenging. Mm -hmm. But it's the kind of challenge that you love to do. Yeah. You like to take on this. We yeah. love to take it. Yeah. Even I can tell that. Honestly, like when we come here, it's such a good atmosphere, you know, and I can tell it's in your heart. Do you know what I mean? You know, you go into a place and you can tell that they love it and it's from the heart. I feel that here. And I think that's why people come back. You know, people say, oh, it's the best Mexican, but it's not just the food. It's the atmosphere. So I think you're doing all right, Jose. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> well, we hope, we hope we're doing all right. Uh, and precisely that's, that's our aim. Nah, how can I say it? Not to, we're not a fast food restaurant. No, no, no. 
we a lot of people think that we fast so because they say oh, tacos you can make tacos well you can make tacos in 10 minutes but it would take longer because we had to prepare we had to so for us it has to be well done yeah. and the chef uh, Patricia my wife she her take is in quality so she will not serve anything that is not worth it all, which yeah. is uh, sometimes I get annoyed because oh, it's be done. No, it has to be done this way. Okay, well you do it. Yeah. You know because her that's her take. So if we if you see the reviews and and all of that, it's three things that stand out: the atmosphere, the price, the food, and yeah, mm. price, food, atmosphere. So service, service. There you go. Four things. Yeah, yeah. That it stands out, yeah. and when I see that, I show it to them. I say, "Listen, there you go. You're doing well. Keep it going." So Easter is coming up, and we know this because obviously there's been eggs in the shop since about January. <laughs> crazy um and all the recipes you know you go on insta and there's all the recipes like about doing stuff with either mini eggs cabbage cream eggs or hot cross buns there's so many different gattos tarts bloody brownies all of it all of it loads um i just don't know how anyone can eat a cabbage cream egg in full i just can't cope with it like and I've said this before and people go, oh my God, what are you talking about? It's the best part. The fondant bit is the best part. It's just disgusting. It's just pure sugar. Uh, anyway, if you're like me <clears throat> and you hate cream eggs, well, you hate the cream bit, the fondant part of the cream egg, I've found a hack. I've found a hack. So what you do is you put the cream egg in the freezer, yeah? If it can be in there for a couple of days, even better, but let's call it a day. So let's say overnight, actually. Put the cream egg in the freezer overnight and then you've just got to crack it with kind of the side, your side teeth. <laughs> I'm doing that and I'm talking a bit funny because I'm actually pointing to them. I don't know why. You can't see me. But anyway, so yeah, crack it with your side teeth and then you can basically just crack off all the lovely, thick, chunky chocolate, which is the best bit of the cream egg. And then the fondant pretty much stays intact. So you can almost just take it out as a ball it's great i've discovered it the other day i was like oh my god this is how i eat my cream eggs from now on because nobody should be eating that sugar which is rotting your teeth to pieces yuck 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 honestly i was just like wow this is it so i thought i'm gonna share it with you because there must be people out there that don't like that fondant as well it can't just be me so there you go in the freezer overnight crack it with the side of your teeth ball out <laughs> that sounds weird Ball out, I'm going to keep saying it, the fondant, that gets chucked in the bin. You've got your big, thick chocolate rim of the egg and you're happy. There you go. Top tips. Thanks for listening and get involved. You can like, comment and follow me on the socials. I'm on Twitter. I'm at CravenK7. That's C-R-A-V-E-N-K-7. I'm also on Instagram and I'm CravenK7 on there. 
And if you want to listen to this weekly, I know you do, what you'll need to do is you need to follow me. Follow me on Spotify, Apple, Anchor or Google Podcasts and you'll get notified every week and then you can get your teeth into more menu. Also, I suggest you share this with your good friends and your family because they will not want to miss out either. So why not do that while you're there? (laughs) Do it. All right, then. That's me. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yay! Yay! Yay!